When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to What Difference Does It Make? Yes. Episode, where are we? Episode seven? That's, there's too many to count. Ah, so There much. are too many to count. I think it's eight because we have two episodes of... Well, that's still one episode. One glorious episode filled with... Uh, chock full of information. Chock full of nuggets of information and, and entertaining info. <laughs> Just like this episode's going to be. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't like this? No. This is genius. Too much chatter. It's going to be too long. We're because, not this is, out. I, it's, <laughs> a, it's a podcast. There's too much chatter on this podcast. Can you? Okay. You're going to have a hard time with this one. Oh, I, I, I'm already trying to figure out how I'm going to work around this. Okay. Welcome to What Difference Does It Make? Yes. Episode seven. I'm Holly. I'm Dave. Welcome to it. And thanks for listening. The Over and out. Is, Just kidding. Not- <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Okay. I'm Dave. I'm Holly. Welcome. What are we talking about today? Hey, we saw some shows this week. We like to go out once in a while, not together, separately, doing separate things so we can see more of whatever is out in LA, correct? Correct. However, I would have liked to have gone with you to this show, the show that you went to, but I could not tear myself away from, from the band I saw. And it should be interesting because what you saw was a tribute band. And what I saw was kind of a tribute, but they were the actual bands or the actual artists. <laughs> I don't know which would be the better uh, I wouldn't call show. yours a tribute show. Okay. So who who did you see? You saw? Um, I saw uh, 80s artists. I saw um, Annabella from Bow Wow Wow. Uh, Lee Mall from Kaja Gugu. Tony Lewis from The Outfield, and then Modern English and ABC. That would have been a super fun show. It's called, it was called Retro Futura, America's premier 80s concert tour. Correct. Uh, and the reason I say Annabella from Bow Wow Wow and Limal from Kaja Gugu and Tony Lewis from Out, The Outfield is because they played with the same backing band. First of all, the show started off with uh, Mark Goodman, Come, um, his yay. voice. Oh, sure. You say yay. He was nowhere near the venue. He must have been, you know, it was a pre recorded voice. It's like, hi, this is Mark Goodman. Remember when MTV played music? Boo. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At first, for applauding, then we realized, you know, looking around, Mark is not here. He is, he's in New York. He's nowhere close to this venue. 
So that was kind of funny. That was kind of like the sign of things to come. Like, okay, here's what we got. So did he introduce every artist or was he no. just giving you the welcome to the show? Yeah, he just gave us welcome to the show. Okay. And so there was a band out there and then they introduced Annabella and she comes out and, you know, she's no longer 14. <laughs> she's, she comes out too. Uh, and it was maybe, I think the total capacity, I think they sold maybe 70, 60 to 70% capacity at the Wiltern. When Annabella came out, it was maybe 40 to 50% of the people were there. Oh, wow. I mean, her voice was, you hear her voice and it's like, oh yeah, that's, I remember that song. I remember this, but it was just kind of watching a mom dance around and sing. Really? I don't know. Did she have the charisma at all? No. And she was getting upset because we weren't into it. (laughs) I'm so, okay, this, she was the one, even though I loved all the artists that you saw. She was the one I, I when I was researching and I was thinking of some of the questions I was going to ask you today about the show, I became obsessed with her. Sure. No. And I so I was looking at a lot of information about her and then there was more and more that I found pretty interesting. First of all, I, I'm sure everybody knows she was discovered at thirteen. Um Right, by you know, Malcolm McLaren the, yeah. of the Sex Pistols who, who who discovered the Sex Pistols or, or got them together. Yeah. Um and he had the brilliant idea of like, let's get a really young singer for this, uh, for his next band. And she was, so she was 13. Yeah. I think she was like working in a dry cleaners or something like that. Yeah. But she is, and I didn't know her, you know, ethnicity. She's Burmese. Yeah. She was wearing a hijab. Is that how you say it? Oh, she was? Yeah. She had that on during the show. So was this, con- I, I didn't know this before, um, reading about her. So I guess obsessed with her, but just her, her presence from the time, I mean, she was adorable. She was, I guess, rebellious, and she was our age, and you just thought she was the coolest. Sure, yes, definitely. I mean, you know, I think the fa- you know, the reason that uh, Malcolm McLaren liked her is because she was kind of, she was underage and being a little sexy and provocative. The uh, the cover is a a new photo of her from uh, on I Want Candy. I didn't know that. Uh, see, I remember that because, of course, I was young and like, like, oh, look, there's Annabella at the, you know, in this kind of provocative uh, painting, uh, you know, this album cover. I do remember that, and I, I do like Bow Wow Wow songs are really good. It's just you know, percussive, um, really, uh, yeah, yeah, really good, really good songs. But um, and she had the good pubescent voice that went along with this. That's what I was curious you know, about. Do you want? Yeah. She she had a great, you know, well, obviously really recognizable. And like you say, pre, pre-pubescent, that's a good description. Did she have, was her voice now reminiscent of that? I mean, she yeah. could have a good voice now, but did you still get the yeah. Annabella vibe? Yeah, obviously, you know, she's older. She doesn't, she can't hit those notes the same way, uh, but it was, you know, it was, uh, I don't know. The, the performance wasn't, wasn't there. It was. It, it felt like she was okay. I got twenty minutes to sing these songs, and then I'm leaving the stage. So, so how many? So, how many of the songs did you recognize? She, well, she's she sang, sang for twenty minutes, right? I mean, she's not there to plug her new album. Yeah. Although Tony Lewis did, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she sang. Uh, you know, do you want to hold me? And I want candy and um, the others. <laughs> uh, there were she played maybe four or five songs and I think we knew them all and you know it was great but you know the crowd was not into it and my wife was like she jumped up just to like come on guys she's trying hard to support she's trying let's do this come on everybody get up trying not to make Annabella feel bad I know a guy who's tough but sweet he's so fine 
she put in her 20 minutes and then um and and then was off the stage and the the band stayed on stage like oh i think i know what's going to happen and then out come came lamal and suddenly this band is kaja gugu oh okay so it was like a house band yes it was the house playing band. Your, okay all okay. right you got some notes I'm, on lamal i do not have notes what i have is way more important than notes yeah, that was the look. So here's what he did, actually. He had a poster like that, and he kind of made fun. This is what I used to look like, and he's like, I'm, I want you to, you know, he handed out a poster to someone who of the old Lee Mall of did, what he used to look like. I couldn't, I wanted to put this up in the studio before we started so I it, could look at him and be inspired. It's a great look. It's the, yeah, the spiky hair. It's like we, yeah, he was joking, like, the, uh, you know, back then, you know, we didn't care about the environment. We just wanted to put as much hairspray as possible into our <laughs> into our heads, and uh, he had that that beautiful look. I'll post this photo on Instagram. Sure. So, so we yeah, say, it's but a, he's you know, I mean, he is he's Lamal. Correct. <laughs> in my no, I mean, in my mind, he's always going to look like this. So, what did he look like now? Please don't tell me that he'd put on like a hundred pounds. No, and- no, he he looked fine. He was uh, yeah, still a decent looking guy, uh, but did, did not have the the uh, Aquanet look anymore. Okay, so he's uh, evolved. He, he, <laughs> yes, he has evolved. The two songs that I knew, and a few others that I I didn't know. I didn't buy that album. Did you have his that Kaja Gugu album? No. I only had pictures. Okay. Oh, I, I might have had Too Shy, the one with, with Too Shy. What was the other hit? The, uh, that was the one he did solo was The Never Ending Story, the, yeah. uh, the song from the from the movie, which, by the way, did end. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointing. I can't believe when I went to go see The Never Ending Story. You expected it I to I expected it to go on. End. Yes, as advertised. I wrote a strongly worded letter. I hope you did. Yeah. Shocked that the story came to an end. Okay, so was he a good performer? Uh, he was good. It was fine. I, I'm, and it might be because I, I didn't know all the all the songs. I didn't have that album. He sang a few songs. I'm sure that were hits, maybe in, in Britain. But, was he 20 uh, minutes also? He was about 20 minutes, so maybe tw- okay. they gave him 25 minutes or so. But he did his his thing, and you know, you try and get into it, but it was it was tough. Same kind of thing. Same kind of thing. A little more focused on his performance, but um, it was fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> it, it that's not a that's not a, a raving. You know, I appreciate what he does and everything he was trying to do. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna trademark that. Yeah, you should. You have to credit me every time every time yeah. you use it. And his voice was still good too. I mean, you can kind of close your oh, eyes. Oh, good. And, and, you, and picture him. Yeah. That's what I would do anyway. Yeah, well, I think that's why he handed out this poster. Like, here's what I used to look like, guys. Remember me? Hey, um, this bill originally was supposed to have Belinda Carlisle also on it. Yes, Belinda did not play because she did not play. She was... Uh, she I, w- I didn't even realize I was looking forward to seeing her. Um, she actually... I looked. She played in Orange County the night before. And I think maybe because the Go-Go's played uh, less than a month ago, maybe that's why she was 
contractually not allowed to play this or i, I have hmm. no idea but uh, that was uh, it was i uh, was i was upset you were upset because <laughs> yeah. you would have liked to have seen it have you seen the go-go's yes yeah of course yeah uh yes i i saw them um i sure they might um that was my first big concert i saw with just my friends which was david i think i told you i saw the uh, david bowie madness and the go-go's oh yeah played at anaheim stadium in 1983 and i think the go-go's broke up like less than a year later so that yeah. was only to get back together Cons- mul- yeah which is why what you can do yeah i mean that's something that works yeah no but it's good and i saw when them- you see uh, which i will get back to when you see the, a band play together that's played together forever there's like there's some sort of chemistry going on and it uh, means more it's more vital when you see it live as opposed to having a house band go you know you're on a cruise ship it felt like and here comes someone else here comes another singer ladies and gentlemen and here's that's very disappointing i'm really really bummed to hear that yeah well you know i don't yeah i don't know what these other the other band members are doing their other things whatever they're doing yeah. now and they have no interest in reliving the past maybe yeah. or, um, or you know. understandably but even session musicians to give you the feel of it's a of it's the band with Annabelle, a band with Annabella, then a different band with Lamal. That, yeah, that's a hard job to do. Yeah, um, you know they were they're good musicians, but they you know they don't have a history with with the singer, so there's nothing there. Nothing emotional so or sentimental right, about so, it. So it's up to the band to uh, or the, up to the singer to kind of deliver it, and it's you know it's kind of tough. So we're going to get to the bands that should have been uh, traveling with their own band, specifically. Well. Yeah. I want to go to them last because they were my favorite. Um, what about Tony Lewis? So Tony Lewis, um, he had that. He had the one song, "Your Love," mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't familiar with any of the other stuff that he played or any of the. I can't rem- for the life of me. I don't remember the outfield that much except for that one song. I wouldn't if you had tied me down. I would never have been able to come down with the name up with the name Tony Lewis uh, from the outfield. Uh, and he was a guitar. He played guitar, so you know maybe it had a little bit of something. He had, a, uh, and plus he had something. He, I guess he had a new song to plug, so he had a little bit more going for him. I guess. So this new song is a Tony Lewis song and not an Outfield song. Honestly. Correct, but okay. it's still Tony Lewis of the Outfield. Because you wouldn't know. Him if you correct. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Appreciate what he was doing there. It was just, it was tough. I just want to use your love tonight. I don't want to lose your love tonight. I ain't got many friends left to talk to. The ways are open up in trouble. You know what? Was the venue filled by now, or to 70 percent capacity by now? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it's filled up as mm-hmm. it was going to be. Yeah, we we had seats uh, way up top, mm-hmm. but nobody was sitting up. Once we sat there, we're like there are a lot of seats up front, so we moved closer. So we were right over the, the in the loge section. I think those are great seats. Those the are, if you're in the front row, the turn, yeah, I love that. Place. Oh, I should also mention at the wheel turn, they divide everything in the in the floor section. There's like floor one, floor two, floor three. So if you have section floor three, you can't move any closer. Annabelle especially, she's like, "Come on down, come on, let's rush this thing out." But they, nobody was allowed to. 
<laughs> and so, you know, they're like, no, we can't. We're stuck here. Because the, the pit section, you know, they charge the most money for that. That was maybe a quarter filled. So it kind of, you know, you want everyone moved up close. So I, um, and actually, when we, when we went up, uh, when we arrived at the Wiltern, they said, hey, you want pit tickets for an extra 30 bucks? No, we'll be, we're fine. You know how old I am? I don't want to stand in <laughs> yeah, the pit want, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we're like, oh, we'll we'll have the seats. So that uh, that might have a lot to do with it too. But uh, you know, every artist and even um, yeah, the guy from uh, from Modern English was like, move up forward, and everyone's like, oh, we can. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake. He's just like shaking his head, like, oh, all right, I'm going to play these uh, the small pit a- area. I think that has to be hard for the artist. True, because they probably can't see any further because of the lights yeah. any further than what the fans in the pit yeah. so it's it, fe- it might feel like you're not playing to a lot of people yeah and you don't get the energy even if people are just standing watching and totally. not you know dancing you're not totally. getting the energy so modern english okay so yeah so modern english came out and that's i i think it was everyone from the band um the Yay. original band except uh, i think the drummer i think they mentioned that but it was everyone you know so they look you know <laughs> they look like dads coming out and <laughs> playing playing music and yeah it was um they were good. They were better. Like all of a sudden, you know, they had an intermission after Tony Lewis, the house band left. And, <laughs> and so, cause the next two bands are going to play with their own bands. Correct. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we came back and then, yeah, modern English played and, and all of a sudden you felt like, Oh, okay, here's a band playing. Let us play together for a while. These guys are good. You know, this is good. Um, so you felt a little bit more uh, of a connection to, to these guys. How much of their music did you recognize? Absolutely none of it. <laughs> except, except their closing song, but it was still it was still good. I, I, you know, they sang. I, I think they mentioned that they they had some fairly recent music that they had put put out, maybe like uh, five ten years ago. Um, and the songs were good. It was it was good. And you know, then you hear "I Know With You." And of course, you love to hear that. But they were, you know, they were a cohesive band. So it was. It was nice. It's nice to see, even if you don't know the music. Forward, using all my breath, making love to you was never second best. I saw the world rushing all around your face, never really knowing it was always mesh and lace. I'll stop the world and melt with you. But they, I was surprised to see they had a. Uh, they put out an album in 2016. They did a soundtrack, though I'm not sure it was f- what it was for in 2010, and and then uh, in 2007. So I was surprised. I didn't know either that they did anything after. Okay. Yeah. Know. So they're. Yeah. Bands don't yeah. break up anymore. They just uh, they go on hiatus for a little <laughs> while. Wait for the uh, the promoter to call and say, "Hey, we've got this uh, 80s revival show," or <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they they they, uh, they get the band together every once in a while. I yeah. think a lot, I think that's what happens with a lot of these bands. Yeah, that's okay, and they're fun. There's always going to be an audience for it. Apparently, I think. Well, f- I don't know. You, I'm assuming you wouldn't go back to see Lamal, Bow Wow Wow, or Tony Lewis. Yeah, yeah. So they were good. That actually brings me to the point. Midway through the ABC show, uh, Martin Fry came out and said, "Look, I, I know there's another eighty show that's out. That's." performing right now i know adam and the ant is pl- ants are playing in a different venue thank you for coming to this show so he was aware that Very there was nice. another 80s show probably a more desirable 80s show for my money 
Um, and that was that was uh, Blondie, Adam Ant, Mark Allman from Soft Sale, yeah. Thomas Dolby, and Berlin, uh, which is a pretty good bill. Yeah, and that was in a that was in a bigger venue too. But the, I I don't understand why there were two eighty shows that would appeal to the same demo going on on the same night. I don't know what the different but poor very poor scheduling, really stupid. Uh, you know, stupid idea on the part of the promoters. I wonder. I, I, I assume that they had no idea that either one of them was operating because <laughs> I don't think either one of the shows sold out. I mean, I happened to look on, uh, on StubHub actually before the show because I was curious and the Retro Futura show, you can get a ticket for 10 bucks. Oh. And uh, the, uh, this Blondie Out of Man show, there was, you know, it was, yeah. you could probably, it was, I think the cheap seats were 25, 30 bucks. You can get in for you know a decent amount of money. I'm sure it would have been a better ticket had uh, yeah these these shows been done separately or I even like one big show or something. I don't know. I bet that show didn't have a house band. Uh, probably not. <laughs> no, I think I'll, yeah. Actually, it said Berlin. It didn't say Terry Nunn with Berlin. Yeah, it did say Mark Almond of Soft Cell. So I'm sure. Okay, know, maybe Thomas but... Dole. I don't know. I really don't know. But that's uh, I was not at that show. I couldn't. <laughs> Yeah. There was only one, one Maybe show. they'll revisit. Maybe it was, you know, uh, maybe they'll come back and yeah. that's the next one we can go to. Yeah. Okay, ABC, tell me. ABC was phenomenal, actually. They were really, really good. I, I mean, phenomenal is a strong word. I guess based on what I had seen previously, uh, it was such a, a treat to, to see these guys. Um, and I, I completely, fr- I, I remember them, but I've hearing that, this music, like, oh, this is like Brian Ferry type you know, new romantic type music yeah. and um, Martin Fry is still a, a dynamic singer and he, these songs are, are really good and the band was really good and um, he, yeah, they really brought a lot to the show. So. Do they, were they good performers? They were one of my favorites, you know, at the time. I love the music. I'd never seen them. Yeah. Um, are they, were they good performers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the band and, um, and Martin Fry is a, he's a really good front man. And, um, and those songs are great. They still hold up really well, really well. It didn't feel like a retro show. So what <laughs> um, was your favorite song? How long did he, how long did they play and what was your favorite? They played probably, I don't know, 45, 50 minutes, something like okay. that. Yeah. I loved all those. I, I forgot about the, the song, how to be a millionaire. You forgot? Well, I, I remember the song, but you know, once he starts saying like, Oh wow, I remember yeah. this song. This is a great song. That's one of my yeah. favorite. Oh, I think All of that My might... Heart was a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, makes it was... me cry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, um, I, I really enjoyed it. That, that was worth going to. The price of admission. Yes. <laughs> it really was. So that uh, was actually good to, to hear. Like, it was, this is a band that's yeah. 
yeah. that's professional that can do their thing. There were no production elements to any of this show. It was just kind of, you know, whatever the lighting person wanted to do. It really was. There was no, there wasn't even a thing that said Retro Futura. You know, even when ABC came out, there was no sign that this was the band ABC Mm -hmm. or, you know, like, you know, some sort of production elements to to the show. Yeah. It was just like, uh, here, you know, that was the only, you know, this is, this was a show on the cheap, I think. Yeah. Well, and it didn't sell out. So hopefully they at least, you know, made their money back. They might have. They probably papered a lot of this show, meaning, you know, like me, yeah. got in for, for free. I don't know. I guess these things are still money makers. It was, it was, I think this was my first truly nostalgic show. You know, there was. I wasn't there to hear some new music or I knew there was new music to be played. It was just strictly to relive the old memories of, you know, what went mm-hmm. on and, you know, back in the day. And so, so, you, so you got what you, I mean... ABC was worth the price of admission and definitely. Yeah, definitely ABC. Yeah. That was one of the, I, after I saw the show the next day, I, I started, uh, you know, pulled out the ABC records yes. and listening to those and enjoying those. Like, you know. I love those. I have all, I have them on my Spotify lists and my, you know, everything. Yeah. I listen to them regularly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When your world is full of strange arrangements and gravity won't pull you So there was an album called, it was a compilation album called 80s Recovered. Okay. Uh, ABC did a, co- a cover of Radiohead's High and Dry. Wow. That's a good yeah. choice. Uh, so I'll, stay well, tuned for more on that. Oh, this will be in the podcast. The song. <laughs> yes. Okay, oh, excellent. Two jumps in a week. I bet you think that's pretty clever. Don't you, boy? Flying on your motorcycle, watching all the ground beneath you drive. You'd kill yourself for recognition, kill yourself to never, ever stop. You've broken up the mirror, you're turning into something. So we're going to find a better 80s show for our next uh, our next outing. Yeah, I think okay. we will have to research like who which bands are still together. Well, I would have taken I would have seen ABC. I mean, I I know the other one was probably a better choice overall, but I probably would have chosen ABC to see ABC and I like the Will Turns. This concludes another episode of the What Difference Does It Make podcast. If you want to learn more about us, please visit us at our website, wddimpodcast.com, where you can find all our links to social media and sign up for our newsletter and all that fun stuff. Thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in to the What Difference Does It Make podcast. And until next week, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over now. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 